Talk Back Matters from the Salvos. How long I wonder could this thing last? But the age of miracles hadn't passed. Suddenly I saw you there. And in foggy London town, the sun was shining everywhere. Yes, that stranger who rescues us from the fog. Well, Tracy wasn't rescued once, she was rescued several times. And the chaos continued until she was 38, when she found happiness by doing something completely radical. Tracy shares her story. My mum and my, um, they separated and then he, um, kidnapped me, so... I, I didn't see my mum for a long time. How old were you at that time? I was three then. When you were kidnapped? Yeah, I was three when I was taken away and I was six when I came back. Mum got a private detective and um, found me. It was it was um, quite emotional, actually. I remember being on the plane on my own. I would, those days, they used to have an air hostess that used to look after you. Do you remember how it made you feel as a six-year-old and going into the uh, early teens? Oh, going through school and that, I remembered I, I didn't fit in. I didn't feel, I don't know, there was something empty inside. So, I mean, I went to church and I tried to hang on to my space because my grandmother was a very, you know, very Christian lady. Yeah. And I went to church with her, and I was very close to her. And I just sort of lost it through everything that happened, you know. I thought, how could, if there was a God, how could this happen to me? You know, and eventually I gave up, I think. And then you ran away from home? Yeah, I didn't know how to do it. I think that was, I was 11. You mentioned when something even worse happened to you. I was raped. Raped? When I was about 11, yet. Yeah. That was pretty traumatic for me. And was that someone you knew or not? It was um, a friend, well, supposed to be a friend. I was in the homes and we'd gone out that night and she was an older lady, she was 16 and she had a boyfriend that was older and it was his friend. They they gave me some alcohol and I drank it and, and I remember walking out the door and they called me and I just remember collapsing and waking up in hospital. How long were you in hospital for? What happened? I um, ended up in hospital for about two or three weeks because I had, they had to wait for all the swelling to go down in my jaw before they could wire it. In your jaw? Yeah, I had a broken jaw. From what? Um, where he'd hit me. Where he hit you? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so I started smoking, smoking marijuana and drinking and... You know, the alcohol and the drugs numbed everything and I didn't have to think and I didn't have to feel. Did you go to school? I did go to school, but I went to all all schools. I was in foster homes and, and that through running away. Right. And that's where I met other people as well. Other people? Yeah, you know, on the wrong path of life because there was no boundaries. There was no, you know, I didn't think about the consequences then. Disrespect. I didn't have any respect for myself. And I didn't have any respect for others. Yeah. There was just no respect at all. So where did that lead you? It led me to harder drugs. Harder drugs? Yeah, I ran away from West... I lived in Western Australia for a while and I just up and left. I left my mum and I left my sisters and my brother and friends, everyone. I just wanted to get away from it all. 
thinking that I could go to a different town and I'd be okay with new people, but it didn't work there. I met the same type of people and ended up into heroin and cocaine, all, all everything, prescription drugs. Yeah. How long did that last for? I went till I was 38. Wow. Yeah, and I was jailed and just... How long were you in jail for? I was in and out of jail for many years. Wow. I think the first time I was in jail was in Western Australia. Um, something I'd done with alcohol, you know, violent, being violent. You had a pretty rough time, didn't you, till you were 38? Yeah, it, was, it wasn't real good, yeah. So then what happened? What? How did it change? I just got to the point where I, I didn't want to live like that. I had two children and I lost my son when he was 22. My daughter had left when she was 15 because of all my behaviours and not being a good parent, you know, putting my kids through that stuff as well. I had enough. Uh-huh. I was desperate. You know, I really didn't want to live like that anymore. I really didn't want to die. Yes, yeah. And I knew that, you know, I was getting older and I would end up dead. So what did you do? I ended up, um, actually, I I ended up praying. Really? Yeah, I I prayed for a better life. Wow. I said, please, God, give me a better life. Wow. And it, it didn't, at that point, I didn't see any change. Had uh, things kept happening, I still kept using drugs, and I still the lifestyle was still going, and I just kept praying and kept praying, and I think I prayed for about a week, and then I ended up because I still deal drugs, so I ended up in um, jail again, and um, that was the turning point. You know, that's where I I believe today that that's where I had to go to get what I have now. Right. You know, that was the beginning, even though I didn't see it then. But for me to go to jail and go through all that stuff and go to rehab and and change, you know, and I do believe my prayers were answered then. How old were you that final time in jail? I was in there for about a week. And how old were you? 37. 37. 37 and a half, nearly. It was, it was around then that I... I Went to um, rehab. Wow. The Salvation Army's always been there for me. They've always been there. In times of need, you know, just for someone to talk to, food, clothing, shoes, or accommodation. When I was in the street with nothing, I was under the bridge, sleeping under a bridge for a few years as well. And can I just say something? that um, I believe Jesus was with me the whole time. Yeah. Every step of the way when I look back now, because I was protected through everything I went through and there was lots of times where other people haven't survived. Yeah. Where I have. Yeah. And I'm here today to be able to help others. But the age of miracles hadn't passed Suddenly I saw you there And in foggy London town The sun was shining If Tracy's story resonates with you, then we would love to know. You can contact us by going to salvos.org.au forward slash radio. Her desire now is to start a drop-in centre to help other people, which is interesting because it's what Paul wrote about in the ancient scriptures. In 2 Corinthians he wrote, 
God comforts us in all of our troubles so that we can comfort others with the same comfort God has given us. Light and Life, the Salvos Weekly Radio Show.